Welcome to the Naturally Curious Podcast with Tawny Stowe, where you will be invited to expand your mind to be curious about all things mind, body, and soul. Your host, Tawny, is a born adventurer, a woman of Métis heritage, and trained as a medical intuitive, Reiki master, and yoga instructor. And now, your host, Tawny. Hello there. Thanks for choosing to join me. I'm Tawny. Tawny is a name that was gifted to me by spirit through this very thing, meditation. Meditation is a very individual practice. It means something different for everyone. Some people think it needs to be done in a quiet space and that works for them. Other people can't get away from noise and choose to find ways to meditate among their environment. Others have fur babies that join in, or earth babies who like to interrupt. There's writing meditation, there is singing meditation, there is prayer meditation. There is no wrong or right way to meditate. And so I wanted to create a little series that was great for the person who might struggle with meditation and wanted a little introduction to getting started with meditating. And I also wanted to create a little introduction to chakras because I love to play with them. So what is a chakra? Chakras are essentially energy centers. As most of us are familiar with, we're all made up of energy and energy is neither created nor destroyed. That's a universal law. And so within our bodies, we have many, in fact, thousands of energy centers. But generally, we like to work with a system of energy centers. Some people refer to them as our major energy centers. There are two major centers that I like to play with. One is called the seven chakra system, and the other is called a 12 chakra system. So what if you've never heard of a chakra before? Absolutely okay, welcome. And hey, if you have heard of chakras a million times and you're just happy to be here, welcome to you too. Now chakras are little energy centers and we like to think of them as the rainbow body. Each seven of the chakras has a color associated with it. And if you've heard of the term aura before, it's this idea of an energetic field that surrounds us, kind of like a giant soap bubble. And that aura's job is to both connect and protect us. And that's on an energetic level. And so it filters through energy and light is a form of energy. And so the light comes through our aura. And as the light comes through our aura, it illuminates the seven main energy centers. Now in Sanskrit, which is what the word chakra is, it means wheel or disc. And in fact, Sanskrit is such an old language that it predates all religion. What's interesting about chakras is that many civilizations and even religions have looked at, played with, worked with, embodied chakras. In fact, 
the Hindu religion, the Tibetans, Egyptians, the Cherokees, the Incans, uh, Africa, and Mayans all have ways of describing these vortices or these energy centers. And some will use the Sanskrit word chakra, and others will depict them in different ways to allude to the exact same thing, which is that these seven main energy centers have a purpose in our life. And so what is that purpose? Well, they work at drawing in energy just the way that our aura draws in light to help keep each chakra system functioning in full flow. The word chakra means wheel or disc. And I sometimes picture a frisbee or a round pool ball, but ultimately it really in my mind is moving in many different ways, it's dynamic. So it can move this way and that way, and it's not contained to a 2D plane. It can rotate around like this. And sure, it's contained in a specific area of my body, and that helps from a mapping standpoint, but it's not limited in its ability to expand, contract, and rotate. And what can happen then is its responsibility for each area is to pull in light, pull in energy, and help us with our mental, emotional, spiritual, and mental tasks. And as we go through that, it affects us through our growth. And that means we can use this mapping system of chakras and where they land in our body to help us map out our health, our overall sense of well-being. And that mapping system starts very close to the earth with our root chakra, which is red, and it goes up to our orange, which is sacral, which is our reproductive area, yellow, which is solar plexus, just below the solar plexus is the point where the two ribs kind of come and there's a soft, squishy spot there, and just above the belly button. That's the area of the solar plexus, which is yellow. We get into the heart, which is green, although sometimes depicted as pink. We'll talk about that in each individual chakra a little bit more throat for blue, third eye is usually depicted as indigo, and then the crown as purple. Those are the seven areas. And when we look at them as a map, then we can sort of understand that if the root chakra is right at the base of our tailbone, it can sort of be associated with a certain physical aspect of our body, like our legs. Whereas the crown being way up here can be associated with the physical area of our mind. Now, we can get very deep and detailed into what each chakra represents and how we work with it, how it feels in our bodies, but ultimately, what we want to try to remember is that when a chakra is balanced, it's in flow. And that means we feel empowered, we feel connected both to the earth and to our faith. And we feel vibrant like we're balanced and we're thriving. And so throughout our lives, as we grow and we encounter things, those energy centers can get blocked. And once they start getting blocked and they're not bringing in the energy that's needed for them to move freely and flow, we might find ourselves on a continuous loop or a pattern. And some of those patterns 
are full of where our limiting beliefs come in. They can be full of emotional events that we have experienced. And when they're blocked, we can start feeling dull, we can lack energy, and there are many subtle ways that a blocked chakra can turn up in our life. Blocked energy does not always mean it's going to manifest as something actually physical. But there certainly can be ways to improve our physical well-being by working with our energetic system. And so we like to consider the energy system of chakras just subtle, a little softer, a little bit more in the background, but very much integral to our sense of whole health and well-being. So there's no wrong or right way to participate in this class, but all I ask is that you turn up with a very open mind. We're gonna walk through seven videos, one for each chakra, and we're going to do a little meditation around what that chakra might feel like in our body and just to send some energy to it. Let's go ahead and get going. I forgot to introduce someone very important, however. This is Gina May. Gina is the star of most of my videos. She tends to think that she's a healing cat. And that brings up a great point. What is healing? Well, I think it means something different to everybody else. But there are so many ways to incorporate chakras into healing. We have things like Reiki practitioners, medical intuitives, yoga teachers, meditation teachers, all of those are things that I am, but we also have acupressure and acupuncture and so many healing energetic modalities that touch upon chakras and ways to heal. Cats and dogs, they have chakras too. So when Gina thinks she's a healing cat, she ultimately is. And so if you have children or pets that feel called to you while you're working on a certain chakra, I invite you or encourage you to consider letting them join you. Let's go ahead and really jump into this meditation journey. Please remember that you don't need to do all seven at once. It may be a great tool to try one many times before moving on to the second. As you do this, you're going to get a great feel of what that chakra feels like in your body. And really, that's what it's about. Nobody can describe or direct you to the exactness of how a chakra is going to feel for you. So let's just have fun with exploring them. If something that I say doesn't resonate for you in the moment, please feel free to pick it up drop it in the wastebasket. And then if you need to give yourself permission to go back and pick it up later, that's okay too. This is an exploratory practice. And the key word is, it's a practice. So let's not talk anymore about it. Let's jump right in. I'll see you for the root chakra. Thank you for listening to the Naturally Curious podcast with Tawny Stowe. Be sure to tune in again to be inspired and nurture your curiosity. You can follow Tawny in her online yoga and meditation membership and on social media at Tawny Stowe Healing From Within.